Police in Las Vegas found themselves in the middle of a UFO mystery last month after an... It was big eyes, they have big eyes. Mythical Legends Podcast with your host Daniel Barnett. And welcome to the Mythical Legends Podcast. Um, so, today is a very, very special episode. Today, we're going to have my partner in crime, and we are going to be talking about the Mythical Legends uh, Cryptic Convention we've just had. We're also going to be talking about some some of the bits and bobs going on with the expedition, which is very, very exciting, and we would love to update you about it. So, um, today, there is no guest. Um, apart apart from Jill, my partner in crime, so I'm going to add her on now. Hi, Jill. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very, very well. So we have a big, big story to tell, don't we? We do. We do. Now, after uh, being shattered for however long, <laughs> um. It was a very, very good weekend. Would you agree? It was a huge event. Um, I'm totally amazed that you planned it, we executed it, and it was a success. (laughs) I am very proud of you. I would would also say that the event went very, very, very well as it was planned. It did, but that was down to a lot of planning um, Mm. to make sure that as far as possible, everything did flow, which it did. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive straight. Let's dive straight in there then and start with um, when we first thought of this idea. Do you want to do the honours and tell people how that first event went? Well, yes, um, it was a little bit back, a few weeks back, wasn't it? A couple of months ago yeah. in the summer. Um, and again, your bright idea to come up with that uh, because we don't have much here in the UK and especially around where we are in the southwest of England, we don't have a lot of social gatherings for anything like uh, Bigfoot, cryptids, paranormal, any, any, anything. And I know you came up with the idea, why not let's try and get a few people together. Um, But particularly, you wanted children to be involved. You wanted to just give them a chance to ask questions and maybe get some kids interested, but mostly to get them to perhaps chat with their parents and go out into the forest and explore. It was all good ideas, wasn't it, for that? Yeah. That's how the first event evolved. And I think we would both agree that the the convention we've just had and 
when when our view when our viewers watch this, they'll realise that I say convention, not event, because it's <laughs> it, it was very very different one it from our last event. It it was yes. I mean, primarily we were t- um, aiming to just entertain some of the local children and see if their parents were interested. And a few people did come, and it was quite successful, mm-hmm. but it was quite low key. Um, so after that, I think we both learned from experience what worked and what didn't. And you then came I think, up with the concept of. I I think what I would say um, is learning from what you've already done is incredible and and to all the viewers watching this now or listening to this now the main aim when you're going out uh, doing big expeditions and go and go and do big events like like we've just done we are all just ordinary people i'll say and but it, you need to learn from your mistakes that you made, don't you? You learn from mistakes. You also learn, not necessarily mistakes, but things that work better than others. And you come away from it thinking, that was great, but how can I make this even better in the future? Yeah. And I think it is a total ongoing learning curve, I think. And that's been great. It, it's it's just been good for us as well as for everybody else yeah yeah it has been so let's take people on to um how the how this event went so if we had loads of guests at this event didn't we we did we did it was probably one of the only cryptic conventions there has been in the uk um so if you if you go ahead and say say about some of the people that we've had at the event well yes i think i was going to say that you were lucky it's not being lucky it's it's you were you found out all these amazing people you got in touch with them um but more than that you'd made a connection with them hadn't you it's online chats we you'd introduced me to them so we got to know some of these people beforehand, but only through video calls and messages. And we were surprised by their enthusiasm and their wanting to come. And I think the thing we took from it was, we didn't know how many members of the public would turn up. We were a little bit worried that we'd invited guests and there would and be I, no, I, I, sorry. no one to um, listen to them. However, yeah, and I will say very, very briefly there is everyone watching this, every time you start a, an event, you will always have the nightmare before um, before your event when you're sleeping that no one's going to turn up to your event. So everyone out there that, that is arranging events, doing conventions, it happens with all events you will you will know what uh what we're talking about now you will have that before nightmare going is anyone gonna turn up oh no oh no um and i i gotta say i didn't sleep two nights before it um but it turned out to be an amazing day and everyone loved it didn't they they did they did and i think that 
as we found out afterwards, didn't we, that the amazing guest speakers we had assured us that even if not many people turned up, they were still happy to come and do this because it meant that they were meeting each other in person. And, and that was great to see them all chatting and getting together in a social way. And I think each of them has taken away something from meeting each other, which we yeah. hadn't anticipated. So that was, a, that was a huge bonus. It was nice to see all the guests, all the guests stood around together on that. And making future plans to get in touch with each other. Um, yeah. And wanting to do it again. So mm. it, it was well worth Incredible. the sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will dive straight in there and go. So we had um, an amazing Bigfoot researcher, and she's actually been on this podcast before, uh, Vera Cardoso. Now, she is an amazing, an amazing researcher. And she flew from Portugal, didn't she? She um, did. She was, she was absolutely brilliant. Yes, and lovely, yeah. lovely lady. Yeah, yeah. And she flew right over from, Port, from Portugal, over, landed here in the UK, and spent about three to four days here spending time at, at the event with us and then and then going out and doing her own research here in in the UK and for me that that's a real win there yes it, it, it was um, it was massive to have somebody from another country come in um, I think we were more nervous about not wasting her time but as it happened, I'd say she's absolutely lovely, lovely lady, but yeah. she enjoyed it very much, didn't she? And also did her yeah, own. She did. She did some own research. She went to Glastonbury, which is pretty famous for us here in the Southwest. She um, also went to uh, Dead Woman's Ditch, didn't she? On the Quantock Hills, yeah. And, uh, and I will there. say to all the viewers that, that are listening to this now, really really research dead woman's ditch i really recommend it well certainly vera um found some interesting things there didn't she and um she did yeah i thought it it was worth her while coming over which, which was great for us mm, yeah and it was it it was amazing to see all the photos that she had um, she was at a local beach where um, where where I went. I didn't even know there was cryptid activity there, um, <laughs> and it it's it's amazing to see what other researchers think. Well, it was it's lovely to see things that we take for granted through someone else's eyes, and then again, it, it's learning all the time. So now we can go to those places knowing different things that we can look for. Mm, yeah, yeah. Then um, let's talk about uh, John Downs from the C from the CFZ. So, and so anyone who uh, doesn't know who who John is, um, his name um, is Jonathan Downs, and he owns the CFZ. It's a cryptozoology uh, company, I'll say, and it's an incredible thing that 
that he set up and it's the last official cryptozoology um company i would say standing um so he is very very proud and and i really really um appreciate him coming to the event um so let's kind of, let's kind of talk a little bit about him he was incredible wasn't he <laughs> John was a delightful character. Yeah. You, you just have to smile when you're with John. <laughs> he, he is funny. He's very funny, very knowledgeable, but but just absolutely lovely. Um, I think everybody took to him straight away. Yeah. Uh, he, he did a very interesting talk. Um, he did. We were very honoured to have him talk because he used to talk did a lot of talks he was saying but he hasn't for quite a while so we were extremely honored that he came to ours and just gave this amazing interesting talk he had everyone spellbound um yeah lovely, and lovely man anyone who um would love to see his talk it is on like it was on live stream um now live stream was a little bit glitchy but enough for you to um to see him so log on to our youtube channel that you are now or um or if you're watching this from a different platform log on to our youtube channel and uh find john's talk because john's talk was amazing and find um where jill and john have a bit of a laugh at the beginning (laughs) (laughs) he can't just keep a straight face he has to he laughs and he has to make you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think he was a tremendous as- asset to the... Um, and then to bring uh, books from, from sign, because he did a book signing. That was, that was incredible, wasn't that? It, it's several of the guests did book signing, and that was another whole aspect that we hadn't actually anticipated. They offered that mm. service. Yeah. Um, which just I think brought some more members of the public in to see what it was like so I mean they were helping us to organize the event as much as we were helping like organizing it ourselves weren't they yeah and they were, and um, so active. they were very very on hands with us well weren't they all of them every single one of them yes was was just well just so helpful and wanting to wanting it to be a success therefore it was yeah um and i will say members from the cfz john was not the only person there um in my opinion um this man is probably uh the uk's biggest cryptozoologist uh richard freeman a lot of you may have heard of him um he was also an um, he, he had an incredible talk didn't he he did indeed very yeah. detailed um, and again, from what we take take away from that is that we need to allow these guests longer to speak. I mean, mm. Richard's talk at the end, unfortunately, we had to cut short because um, we were running out of time. So it mm. just proves to us that we can manage the next event slightly differently. Um, yeah. Giving them the time they deserved to give these amazing talks because he just had so much to tell us yeah Um, it it was a shame that we can't yeah we couldn't have heard more from each and every guest you didn't yeah and each 
And each and every guest did an amazing talk, didn't they? They certainly did, yes, all of them. Uh, And they Mm. were all wonderful. Yeah, yeah, you were. And I would really recommend to all, all the viewers is please go and have a look at these people on Facebook. Go and go and just find out about them. Because when we found out about them, we were just astonished by how great their their work is and i hope for some of them we have back for our next event right absolutely yes yes well we'd want each and every one of them wouldn't we if we could yeah (laughs) yeah and it's um it's definitely something that that we're gonna start planning so to all viewers keep keep an eye out on, on our facebook pages because um, I would suggest in the next three months or so, uh, we're going to start posting um, stuff for the next event. And I hope it's, go- it's going to be even better than last time. Ooh, definitely. <laughs> so, um, any comments, please, please put. But we're now going to change tracks completely and well, go I on think, to our... I think just before we do... we. We need to mention the other couple of guests because they were equally as good, weren't they? <laughs> the lovely, lovely Jackie Tonks, who, oh, who yeah. was just, just so interesting and helpful yeah. and lovely. And, of course, Darren and Angela. <laughs> you can't leave those out. My goodness No, me. I can't. Now, <laughs> I, will tell, I, I will tell you guys something about Darren. Is Darren is probably one of the most loveliest guys I've met, and he means well. But he talks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, joking apart, again, he's been extremely helpful to yeah, us. Been... We even managed to do the day before. They very kindly they came down the day before, came to the forest with us, didn't they, Daniel? Yeah. Gave us their really helpful views on the things that Daniel and I have been trying to um, investigate and research. So they were they were great. The whole family were great, and um, yeah, and Darren did great talk as well there. So again, just amazing. We all bonded as though we were been friends for ages. Yeah, yeah, and 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 even people are now suggesting that we go out next year. We we meet up, and that and that would be amazing, wouldn't it? It would, it would indeed, yeah. So a huge thank you to each and every one of them. <laughs> um, so we have met, we have mentioned it once. So let's switch. Um, oh, there was one, there was one more guest um, that that I forgot. Shane, Shane. Um, now Shane is a tremendous guy. Honestly, a tremendous guy. Unfortunately unfortunately he got stage fright we all we all get stage fright and it's it's something to kind of um go it is it's fine um and he should be at the next event but um i i really, really thank him for get for, for actually get getting down there being present for the event because that was amazing yeah yes of course yes yes he he chose not to speak on that particular time and that's fine that was but he's going to do he's going to be 
um, he has offered to do a video call with you, hasn't he? Mm -hmm. um, yep. To do that. And also, of course, a quick mention to Chris as well, Chris Aceford, to cover all his oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. and although he wasn't a speaker on this occasion, we're hoping that perhaps we can get him on um, future events. Right, is there anyone else that we've forgotten? It's all it's all in one. It's all it's all in one. There's so there's so much to to kind of keep in there. Um, that la last one um was um three who did a virtual video. Um, thank you so much to Amy, um, Boo, Mike, Anne, and uh, Harry Smith, also known as Harlem thank you so much to all three of you we very very much appreciate it especially amy and mike coming live from the usa that's incredible that we had that one that it was um we had some technical issues there it didn't quite run mm. smoothly but bless them they stayed with it and and they, did, <laughs> they it, did yeah. their utmost even though one couldn't see us and one couldn't hear us it was a bit <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully hopefully we should have it solved by um by our next event it should be we yes i'm sure we will fingers crossed yes <laughs> right <laughs> Now, now we're now we're gonna move switch tracks completely because we only have around about nine minutes left, and there's so much to cover. You you can't you can't cover it all in there. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna switch tracks to mine and Jill's hunting, um, for Bigfoot in the forest. So, um, do you want to do the honors and kind and kind of just round up what we did on Friday? Right, so so this Friday, I say we, we were lucky enough to have um, Darren and Angela with us to help us. Um, we were showing them places where Daniel and I had found this first indentation that could be a footprint that we took um, samples from, soil samples, and this was the ones that came back with positive um, primate DNA. Old primate, old world monkey and uh, giant ape DNA. Um, Darren then sort of helped us, guided us to different parts of the forest and mm. showed us sort of different things. To I will mention very, I will mention very, very briefly that um, both me and Jill were the ones to find the primate DNA. Um, I I have discussed I've discussed it on certain live um, events with 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 Darren, um, and then obviously I per I posted it to you on to you guys on Facebook. If you guys have any questions for us, please shove it in the comments, and we will try and reply because even that's a that's a finding in itself, isn't it? Oh, that, that was huge. Yes, it was. Um, and I think though, Darren, we split up at one point, didn't we? Went to different we did, parts yeah. of the forest. And when we returned, Darren was fairly sure that something was there. Um, mm. he, he'd heard noises, a kind of whistling and knocking. We were in a completely different part of the forest. And whilst we didn't hear that, we certainly angela sensed a different atmosphere in the forest and then 
suddenly we found like a, a big gruesome things in front of us. We, <laughs> we found a huge, quite a large pile of bones that we have since found out are almost certainly um, remains of yeah. deer. What has happened to this deer and who, whatever creature? In this it case, in my opinion, I would say um, deers or a pack because I can almost say that what we found was not one deer. It, it was obviously quite more difficult, than one. Quite yes, quite difficult to work out exactly what happened there, but it was certainly a pile of bones, which mm. <laughs> was a little bit unexpected. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Um, and it's, it's just really interesting, this forest. It's a really, really interesting um, area, I'll say. We always seem to find something new each time we go there. Um, whether it's tree structures or we have found some, which we thought were several footprints at one point. Um, interesting as well, when we went this time, because it's now autumn, so much of the, the forest floor is now just thick with leaves. So any prints are almost impossible to find now. Uh, mm. So it, it changes the season. It does, yeah. Changes and the forest. The, for, the the forest where we went into, I may have mentioned um, on on another on another podcast where there was one side to the forest where uh, we could just not get in during summer, and when we went back last Friday, all the vegetation had gone. So we were able to get in there, weren't we? We were, yes. And, and it was it was totally different. It was almost like a forest was, split in two. It was yeah, dead silent very, though, wasn't it? Completely and utterly silent. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Wasn't it? It very yeah. strange, yes, but really interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Um so that was Friday rounded up so let's kind of uh shift track sli slightly to then the edna that we found because we have we haven't really discussed it in um in real length yet um so if you would like to tell our viewers jill what is your opinion on the edna now that may be a question i think i know the answer to this but um would you like to tell Tell, tell viewers even though it's if it's like three words <laughs> I, th I think the three words Daniel knows I'm going to say is that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, everything we come across you try to analyse it you try to debunk it debunk it as they say but you try to find a logical explanation for most of these things and Daniel and I work so well as a pair because Daniel's got <laughs> the eagle eyes he's, he spots everything he immediately will say what he thinks it could be and I come along and put his feet back on the ground and say but it could be natural this could this could be made by natural, by deer. It could be made, the wind is doing it, the natural elements. Um, and between us, we usually come up with a common ground solution, don't we? Mm, yeah. But 
this eDNA, I'm afraid, has, has just knocked all common sense out of my mind. I yeah. really cannot think of what this could possibly mean. Yeah. <laughs> it, it remains it, a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, kind, it's kind of like, we have no idea, no idea what this could be. We we have no clue what number one was there and how long it was there. Now, no. for the eDNA, we kind of have a slight idea with with background science, but other than that, we have no clue. Um, no. Now, the the eDNA had to be fairly recent within the last five or six weeks which is recent for like nature but other than that was it then where when we were there on the first day i i bloody well hope not (laughs) (laughs) i keep i keep telling i keep telling myself don't don't i that i I hope that there's nothing there, knowing inside that there possibly might be, and mm. around mm. the corner could be this seven, eight feet tall creature. And I go, I, I can't. I, <laughs> there's no words coming out there. <laughs> no, no. But that's all part of it, isn't it? I mean, it, it is a mystery. It's a mystery to most people, and and we're just really lucky, I think, that we uh, we're just able to go up into these forests and look and try and discover um and just find out things but if you know if we don't find out it's been fun trying hasn't it yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah, it's been very very fun and the (laughs) i keep laughing that we actually have and and to all the viewers this may sound like a ridiculous ridiculous question to to ask yourself but a question that both me and Jill keep asking ourselves is what if we come face to face with this creature what if we come face to face with a Bigfoot what do we do and it's a question that most researchers should kind of ask ourselves really though shouldn't they they should. I'm banking on the fact that any creature does not want to be found and is going to run away from us rather than <laughs> us having to run away from it. <laughs> well, to all new researchers, if you're faster than your partner, you'll be absolutely <laughs> fine. So I'm faster than Jill, so I don't mind. <laughs> on the other hand, I have the car. You can't get anywhere without me. <laughs> <laughs> Jump through the uh, jump through the fields. <laughs> um, so, guys, um, we we are gonna have to end it now. But um, I would I want to thank Jill for um, for coming on with us today. It's been fun. You're very welcome. It's it's good to share all the experiences that we've had. Yeah, and um, and I hope to have her back on soon when when new when new things come on and um so guys i um please please comment you are more than welcome to contact me if you have any questions if you are, uh, need to ask joe questions you are more than welcome to go through me um but thank you so much to um to 
everyone. Um, and Jill, is there a last word you want to say? Um, no, just thanks for listening to us. And if you take anything away from all this, if, if you get any pleasure or help from any of this, then, then that's great for us. And uh, with our conventions uh, to all the children out there, we cannot encourage you enough to get out in this in in the forest and dig your head deep in this mystery because the more people we have the more evidence we're gonna get isn't that right absolutely yeah <laughs> amazing it, if you guys have any questions i mean any questions please 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 just contact us but thank you so much guys and i will see you in the next podcast <laughs> bye Thank you for listening to the Mythical Legends podcast. For more information, check out our Facebook group. The truth is out there.